Hello, you are listening to Onward with William McCarthy, live from headquarters in Brooklyn, New York. So here I am. What did the name finally come to be? You guys gave me a lot of great suggestions. I told you that I wanted to make it sort of like a nautical, it's a long uh, railroad apartment. And I was saying that it kind of reminds me of a boat and somebody said, why don't you call it the ship? So I think it's going to be called The Ship or just Headquarters. And I wanted to thank you guys for all your uh, suggestions, submissions of a cool name. There were some pretty amazing ones. Uh, so I wanted to talk a little bit about everything that's going on. And I wanted to say thank you uh, for all your well-wishing for my new place. And here I'm sitting in this place. It's Like I said, it was a little bit of a shabby apartment, but I think I've kind of gone with it more or less it's a and I, it's a little shabby chic but it's got a lot of vibe and i don't know if you guys know what edison bulbs are but they're these little light bulbs that are kind of yellow and it definitely gives it this cool old tenement building vibe which is great so i'm here and i've been playing music all morning and i've got my little notebook open and i'm looking at my set list so there's a lot of things to talk about um, okay, firstly, um, I really enjoyed talking about the time machine. Um, I had this inspiration uh, a few days back of potentially researching a time period and trying to use instruments from that time period and to do maybe a song or maybe a small EP um, researching a, a, a period in history. And you guys went absolutely nuts with it. And I read so many people's family stories. It sort of spiraled and twirled and went into this whole backstory about people's history. And I realized like how amazing that is and how much, um, how valuable these stories are and how much people love to speak about them. So I want to say thank you for like a few days of really just enjoying uh, getting to know who you are a little bit more. I live for anthropology and history and geography and architecture and things like that. So that was like a big nerd moment. So I was like privately nerding out in my house. So thank you for sharing. I heard stories about beheadings, tutors, uh, <laughs> uh, like pirates, all kind of crazy stuff. And it was amazing. Um, I'm often completely dumbfounded at the differences in our histories. Um, we had people from mainland Europe talking about their family's experience during the war. Um, somebody sent me an old picture of like a, uh, a German Air Force, like a pilot that bombed Coventry. And uh, that was pretty amazing to see. And I realized like how different our histories all are. And I love it. And then I, and then I heard stories from Britain about people being bombed in Coventry. And then f before that, I was looking on Ancestry.com. Um, big shout out to my cousin, Ali for doing the, my genealogy, I guess, for all our fam for our family. And I was really checking that out and um, realizing I, I knew that my grandfather, my grandfather's big brother died um, in the war, but I never knew really where. It turns out that it was in Normandy in 44. So that was just an interesting exploration. 
so how my days work is I wake up, I check a few emails, and I get to it. And how my days wind down is I will quietly nerd out like anybody else does and read. And uh, I was, I've just been reading a lot about history, so I, I'm so pleased that my cousin's done this. A really interesting story about um, Ireland, and uh, there's been, I didn't really, it, I, I long knew it, but I didn't realize that I was, I am the only, uh, me and my brother are the only generation uh, of family members that have been born in the West Coast. Everybody else is um, so funny, full circle, right? Everybody else is in New York or Detroit. I'm the Detroit, the larger Detroit area. So I, it kind of put it in perspective, like my journey. And um, I've circled back and come back to New York. I think that's interesting. They say that uh, birds migrate west better than they migrate east. So yeah, coming back the hard way where there's snow and traffic and politics and taxes and tolls. The West Coast isn't really like that. So I'm actually pretty proud that I've come back the, not the easiest way, but I've come back in a true way. It makes me feel really happy. Okay, so onward to the lung series. How's everybody enjoying that? I wanted to say thank you guys for the feedback because as I write these things, you know, I, I kind of just blast through them. And I think that's the same way I write songs as I just sit down and um, I try to grab any kind of creativity that's swirling around me in that moment. And it's really, I didn't really realize all these insights and, and sort of data and stories that I've collected over the years uh, being a music fan, just like you. So I think the last one was on Black Francis, a.k.a. Frank Black of the Pixies. We've done Joey Ramone. Um, yeah, I mean, and there's more to come. So that stuff's really exciting for me, and thank you for your feedback on that as well. It, it's funny because listening to music is only the beginning, right? I think, and then playing music is yet just another part of the spectrum. But I, I don't know, being like kind of an, an amateur um historian of music is something that we all engage in and it's really amazing and um i was i i can't help but like look at storytelling because you know lore or legend is something that's passed um passed amongst it passed within circles and there's so much lore obviously like the you know there's Rolling Stone stories, there's Beatles stories, and there's all this stuff. And now we can kind of verify them on the internet, but that's not really so fun, you know? Um, I was watching on YouTube Billy Connolly probably a couple, two nights ago. I love Billy Connolly, and I was just watching him, and I was just realizing, oh my God, this guy's standing up there. Literally, it's a series of, of stories. All he's doing is telling you stories that have a comedic twist to them but it's just storytelling and then I stop and I look around and I realize whenever we talk to each other we're just basically trading stories and it just makes me feel like I'm on the right path because that's so dear to me um when I think of folk music like the you know the the central word is folk folk meaning people and I find it really fascinating our relations with each other and how we 
trade information and how we try to support each other or give people anecdotes or a quick little joke to brighten their day or um, soothe each other. Oh man, I hear you, Christmas sucks a couple of years ago, blah, 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 storytelling. So I feel like I'm on the right track with that stuff. Okay, what else is cracking? Lyric letters. The stack is much smaller. I'm going to attack some of those today. And somebody said um, online, they said, oh, it's like a lottery. <laughs> and I didn't mean it for it to be that way, but I guess that's how it's going. Um, so yeah, they take a little bit of time. I like to decorate like the envelopes and I like to um, spend time, my penmanship and kind of decorating them. And I've been putting in little kind of like secret coded messages of poetry and stuff. And you'll see if you haven't got it, but um, and what's really nice is in kind of a small town way, I get to jump on, um, jump on it and pound the pavement. And then I go to the little post office and I buy stamps and I send them off. So it's kind of like this, uh, kind of like a little victory lap where I get to go interface with the, um, the fella down the street and he's this cool, um, I think they, they might be Lebanese. It's a little family. And they're, it's, it's pretty amazing because when I moved to this neighborhood 16 years ago, the guy that works there now was probably like 15. <laughs> and so he's running the family business, you know, and so it's, he's, like a, he's like a dad now. It's so crazy coming back to this neighborhood. So yeah, about the ship, the old headquarters, I'm literally four doors down from my first apartment and... Uh, I told the story recently of of going into the uh, what we call a bodega. It's a Spanish word for like corner shop. Um, going into the corner shop and the guy recognized me and they all recognized me and they were like and they remembered my name, and they just said we need you around here, man. And that was just like it made me actually have tears in my eyes. It's so special. Um, so yeah, being back here is this very grounding experience and it's so funny we spend so much time kind of trying to shoot for these lofty goals i'm going to go on this big holiday i'm going to go rafting i'm going to start this business i'm going to do this and sometimes uh as i've been finding it's these little like silent uh victories these of normalcy in in pedestrian life that are actually so rewarding and these things i i haven't had for years Waking up in a travel lodge or subletting some wonky little apartment, some box in Berlin or Holland or whatever. So here I am. It's been interesting coming home in that I think my, the kind of like wind in my hair motorcycle travel guy is sort of tabled for the moment. And so... And I think that what was happening is I was coming home with all these like wild tales of riding my motorcycle in Bosnia and Hungary and playing in this place and that place. And um, I, I couldn't, I was having these like social anxieties because I couldn't relate to anyone. I don't think they could relate to me. So me having been here a little bit longer has allowed me to kind of, I guess, tone it down a little bit because I was having these like like puzzled looks like looking at me like I just think people weren't able to really relate so while it's difficult to not be on the road um, it is nice to kind of settle in so that's what I've been doing there and uh, yeah it's been going 
Uh, it's been going really nice. So in the neighborhood, a friend of mine, his wife called and asked me, um, hey, would, would you mind, would, would you be interested at all in, in singing in a choir? <laughs> and uh, I, I, I heard her out and I was like, okay. <laughs> and next thing I know, I'm down at this like art space and there's all these people and it was the same kind of environment as it was in high school, where it was like mostly women, uh, your odd guy, generally usually gay, um, and it's just like this funny. I guess it's just not a macho thing, right? I guess like your average like builder or construction worker guy doesn't just roll out and be like, you know what, you know what, uh, get a couple Budweisers down me and head down to choir. <laughs> so there I was I'm like oh my god choir hasn't changed but it was amazing because I was sitting next to this tremendously uh no nice way to say it huge fat dude to my right and um this bespectacled woman to my left and I was just like digging it I was hearing the the this bellowing bass come out of this dude to my right it was like standing next to uh, Eric's bass amp and then to my left this lady would her, uh, I forget what her timbre was, or I think it, I don't know, she was a soprano or whatever. It was like, wow, that's sort of like the piano. And um, I don't know where, I think I'm like, my voice would be like rhythm guitar. If I'm honest, I don't know if I can continue just, just because I don't know what they're going for. I'm like, this is a wonderful place for us all to, you know, to, to, to share some time, to do something holistic and, 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 and groovy and, and all gel together, but like, are we going to perform this? <laughs> um, it's funny, man. In New York City, we have parks and stuff, and the city has put, you know, in areas for dog parks within the park. So the parks once probably for children and druggies and all kind of teenagers making out and stuff. Now they're like part dog park, which is sort of like, babysitting a dog and then they're like for children and I feel kind of weird in parks you know and so I think it's really funny that that adults would find some sort of almost like dog park for themselves uh but yeah not a lot of like free space um and I think it's funny what adults do with their time well hey at least and at least they're not drinking their life away but drinking your life away has its merits I think Anyways, um, another cool thing about the apartment is that it has a backyard. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, wow. This is adulting, isn't it? Like going out there and getting a weed eater and like landscaping. And I'm like, no, man, you got to get on the road. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, about tour. Like I said, um, I was offered a tour in December. It was very short. I didn't want to take it. And then I was focusing on January, but now the question really uh, is, do I want to write a new record or do I want to go on the road? So I'm trying to figure that out at the moment. And I am writing and it's, it's interesting. 
I uh, had a discussion. People were asking me, but I said that I was going out um, for drinks with a record label the other day, and I did, and it was sort of like, it. I didn't see it, you know, whatever they were talking about. I didn't really, I didn't really, it didn't connect with me. So as of now, I think I'm just going to keep writing and figure out um, a record release and how I want to do that later. But like my, my journey with this really, it, it really rests on people having enthusiasm for what I'm doing and, and being supportive like you're doing. So you're doing your part, I'm doing my part, and I'm just going to keep cracking on like this. So in through all this, I just wanted to say that, you know, like writing stories, interacting with you, hearing your stories, being folky, um, just like I, I love, this is opening up different like chambers within within my own creativity that I didn't know I had. To be totally honest, Wilson and I were chatting the other day. I'm like, ah, did you check out the old Frank Black story? Because we used to listen to them in the van quite a bit. And he's like, yeah, I did, man. And I said, I'm just going by the seat of my pants. You know, I, I never wrote stories. So it's really exciting. So um, I guess that's the news from the front. Um, Eric's wife is getting close. We had a uh, we had a release for Eric's record, and it was really cool. We all went down to the to the local pub that we played our first gig in, and Eric just played his his album and hung out, and we just danced around, and it sounded great. It was so cool. I just feel like there's something really special about time. I know that it works against us sometimes, but it just made me feel really like like I've nested in a small corner of the waterfront somewhere in the world and that people know my name around here and they could care less whether um, I sing for a living or what I've ever written. They just know me as Bill from the neighborhood. And and it was funny. They kind of rolled their eyes like, uh, you know, there's a game on. Can you hurry it up, Eric and Bill? Jesus, man. And I'm like... <laughs> I did, you got to give it to uh, New York City and Boston and Philly and all these kind of like the Eastern Seaboard because they could really give a shit about any kind of glory we have or we that you know we aspire to. They just want to watch the game. <laughs> so yeah, I tip my hat to those guys keeping it real over here on the waterfront in Brooklyn. Okay, um, a couple of people asked me for my address. Um, so if so, they wanted to send me something for the new place. You're completely welcome to 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 do that. Just DM me and I'll send you my address. And I hope I haven't gone on too long here. That's just a little snapshot of the front. And I'd like to thank Lee Tempest for helping me with the website and getting this podcast to iTunes. And thank you guys for your support, for your stories, for you, for your personalities, and. For for being a part of this music thing that we all love. Okay, friends, all my best to you. I'll be seeing you around. You know where to find me. You've been listening to Onward with William McCarthy, live from Brooklyn, New York.